Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Hey, Amanda. How's it going? It's good. I got a little hot tea here. Happy, happy lady. It's, it's winter is here, even though it's not officially. It's just cold out. I know, Brooke, but I like winter. We're up. Op- we're I, she's I like you like the huga huga as we've discussed. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I uh, I just. I know. See, I don't know if it's like a premenopausal thing or something. Have we talked about this? But in the summertime, I'm I sweat. Oh yeah, I don't so like summer either. Much. Yeah. No, I complain I'm about so the heat. excited to not be sweating anymore. Yeah, but then it's I'm like not sweat a weather, not, not sweating weather, not sweating weather. <laughs> it's sweat a weather, but I'm in turn like. I don't know. My toes are always cold. It's, yeah. it's fine. I'm just going to complain. We need to get you and... those little things, you know, like what construction workers wear, the toe warmers. Do oh, you yeah. know of these things? Oh, yeah. yeah, where you stick them in your toes and get some of these. Stick At them ho- in your toes. Stick them in your toes. <laughs> At home, I wear slippers all day long. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said that they have a weird name, those slippers. No, Minnetonka. They're like, that's Minnetonka. the brand and yeah. they're super warm. And if I go to Terry's to work together, like if we're working Do together, you bring them? it's BYOS. Bring your own slippers. <laughs> I love that. And I keep an older pair at my in-laws. We've talked about this. Yeah. I'm like, I need, so I'm maybe I'll start bringing my own I feel own like you should have a third, part in, third pair in the car just for That's maybe when this one, this pair wears out. But then they'd be cold when I put them on and not true. Maybe I'll just start keeping them really in my computer bag. So when I come here to work, <laughs> how funny would it be if like I'm going to Panera to get some work done and I whipped out my slippers? Well, because Panera, the one that we like to work at, has that fireplace. So I feel like fire. if we're sitting in front of that fire, it is absolutely appropriate to be wearing slippers. I think we're going to start this. We're going to start like a bring your own slippers to Panera trend. Yeah. I feel like they make though they see us putting on slippers like people it's not your living room like we we have the fireplace to give you a nice cozy vibe but you're taking although college kids like they wear slippers as shoes yeah so if they nobody we first of all no one's college. gonna kick us out for wearing slippers <laughs> second of all they look like sh- like there's cute minnetonka shoes that look very similar right. to the slippers. Okay. The slippers I wear are very clearly slippers. Wait, I have They're a question like for top. you. So say you're working at Panera Bread, you have your slippers on, you need to go get a refill of your tea. Are you going to walk to the tea station in your slippers or are you going to change into regular shoes to walk to the tea station and then change back? Or is the real question that I just need to finally succumb to the world of Uggs? No. Basically, the answer to that question is that no. That was a violent no, like that was I feel aggressive. I don't want to offend anybody. I really, 
don't like Uggs. Neither do I. But when I really, truly think about it. No, we've we've decided. I gave you the good hard no. We're good. We have. (laughs) See, my friend Madeline and I were talking about this the other day because she was against them too. And then she got a pair and she's like, yep, I'm just wearing these. Because do I care what I look like at this point? I don't know. I mean, right. we do I like because we of the bit of offline discussion patriarchy, about this, blah, I blah, feel blah. super strong about this. Okay. I feel really strongly about this. Wow. I really didn't know that this was going to turn into an anti-UG. You just discovered one of my triggers. I also bought these cute boots at Target recently that are cute, but they're not... I mean, they're warm. They're, they would probably be warmer if I was sitting here mm-hmm. at your house wearing those instead of my sneakers. Are you feeling a bit cold now in my the toes? <clears throat> my toes are Why cold Why didn't right you now. tell me? I could jack up the heat. Because, it, no, like... No, because it's why, only a, my... A, why didn't you bring your slippers? I know. B, you should, could have told me I could have jacked up the it's heat. It's only my toes that are cold. So I might, at the break, go get a blanket. Yeah. Or just... Or I can give you Junie. some cozy socks or something. Or can I just... Mm. Can Junie just sit on my feet? Oh, yeah. She's down there. Send but... her over. <laughs> no, know. we're good. It's fine, but Did I've... you know, just briefly, that this breed, the Cavalier, was actually bred to warm Queen Victoria's lap? Specifically. Specifically. Wow. Yes. I did not know that. Yes. The King Charles Cavalier was bred to warm laps. Okay. So she could expand and warm not toes. Laps, that's cool. That's my toes. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So we've got our new structure here. So we're doing, you know, some updates. Yeah. And then we'll take a little break. So what's happening? What, what's happening that we need to tell people about? So the merch is live, people. Oh my God. So head to goodenoughish.com mm-hmm. and take a look at the goodies we've got for you. Shirts, hats, mugs. Ugh. It's all live on the site. So I would say that, listen, holiday shipping is always kind of a crapshoot. Sure. And keep in mind that this is print on demand. So while we designed, we, I, let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> let's be honest. I designed these things. We're working with Printful, which is print on demand so that these items are not actually produced until they receive your orders. Yeah. So that helps with less waste. It helps us from a financial standpoint. Um, and these items that you're purchasing are also helping us continue be, to be able to produce this show because there are costs involved in producing this show for you. Yes. Um, but yes, keep on mind that production could take a couple days and then they are shipped. So like if you want some some good enough-ish merch, get on it soon. Yes. Or if it's going on your Christmas wish list or Hanukkah yes. wish list or whatever wish list you may have, make sure to give give your gift givers a little nudge. Yep. Or the sooner the better. Yes, sooner okay? the better. Because <clears throat> super those exciting. I can't wait to are around the corner. I feel like there's going to be a day where I'm going to do all things at once. I'm going to have maybe the hat on, a t-shirt, and be drinking my tea out of the mug. Well, yes, I'm going to be wearing. I mean, I think I've worn the same thing the last two times I've been here yeah. to record podcasts. So it's just going to shift to only be my good enough. Yeah, merch. uniform. Yeah, can't wait. Uniform, good enoughish. Uniform. Um, the other update I wanted to give Amanda, <laughs> you witnessed in real time. I did. So let's let's take it back a step. In order to launch our merch, we needed a bank account. Yep. Exciting milestone. It was an exciting milestone. For we took us. a little photo in front of the TD Bank logo. We did. Not a flattering photo of me, so probably won't be posting it on social media. People or maybe always just... think that about their phones. I know. Okay. And whatever. 
Um, anyway, we took a field trip. We went in person. We opened this bank account together to finally like legitimize some of this, you know, all of our um, expenses and things for the podcast. And you saw in real time <laughs> that the woman was like, now, because I'm already a TD Bank customer. Correct. And so she already had some of my information in their system. And when adding this new account to my personal um, history, she was like, well, well, I actually have a different middle initial. And for I you. started laughing because I was like, I You're know like, about it's this. It's happening. I know about the middle initial snafu. Yeah. So it was not a big deal. She went ahead with my middle initial that is on my other official account and that is um, on my social security information. But yes, as we established in a past episode, my driver's license Mm -hmm. has a different middle initial because the DMV would not let me switch it from middle name to maiden name. It's a whole thing. But I just, I just, (laughs) I felt kind of validated in that moment because I was like, see, this came up, yeah, but it wasn't a problem. No, I I felt a little nervous for a second there because mm-hmm. I thought, Ooh, are we going to have a little snafu here? You know, mm-hmm. but it worked out just fine. I mean, in reality, I could have run home and gotten my social security card if she needed to like see visual proof. Right. But I think because I was already a customer, you were a bit of a VIP situation. Yeah. I mean, I walk in there and they're like, "Brooks here, everybody." <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's not at all how it works out when I go to the bank, and and I barely ever step foot in a bank. So that was a, it was a fun day. I know. I feel like the bank people, because so few people do step foot in the bank when they walk in, they're like, hi. <laughs> How are you? What can I do for you? We got some pens out of the deal. So it's a lovely pen. It writes very lovely. Um, I I have to say that I have never changed my name. And I think I've definitely saved myself a ton of headaches by not. My name is Amanda Hope Jefferson. It was the day I was born and it is the day that I, uh, it's my name now. And Part of this, so my husband's last name is Alcayaga. <laughs> so that would have made me Amanda Alcayaga, which just, you know, tricky. A lot. So um, luckily in Chile, it is not customary for the woman to take the husband's last name. So that was kind of a saving grace. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're just going to stick with the culture. Yeah. So I didn't change my last name. But I got to say, it, it has made my life a lot easier that my name is the same yeah. that it has, has always been. And it saved you some money. Saved me some paying a pretty money. penny is. You know, I mean, yeah. not a huge amount. But when I went through all the official paperwork, it just blows my mind that in a country where it is more customary to take... Right, for names to change. For names to change, that you have to pay so much money and go through several steps. I don't know. It just seems like it should be a bit more streamlined. I get that, like, you want to protect your identity and all of that stuff, but I don't know. Just whatever. It just seems like another way for the government to get our money. Yeah. That was fun to watch that in uh, in real time. Yeah. 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 Well, let's take a little break. Yeah. And then we're going to come back and uh, get into our main topic, which is how to have a less stressful and more joyful holiday season. I am excited. All right. We'll be back. Okay. It's planner season. Listeners, you've heard me talk about the Balance Bound Planner on the podcast, and now is the time to snag your 2023 planner because the new year will be here before you know it. I know, it's a scary thought, but it's truly just around the corner. The Balance Bound Planner helps you organize your to-dos, set boundaries, and prioritize self-care so you can better show up for the people and causes that matter to you. Each day in our planners is divided into our four signature sections— 
work, self, others, and home, so each role you play comes into full focus. You can clearly see at a glance where you're spending your time and where you need to set more boundaries to make more time for yourself. Our dated planners include not one, but two spreads per week, so there's room for everything taking up space in your brain. There are eight gorgeous cover designs to choose from in your choice of wire binding or book binding. I'm a lefty, so I prefer the book binding, which lays open on my desk at all times. If you prefer a daily page layout or an undated format, we've got you covered with our undated daily planner or our best-selling daily planner pad. Plus, we have a ton of other great planner accessories, stationary products, stickers, journals, and more. These products are a true labor of love, and I can't wait for you to see them. Head to balancebound.co to shop the entire collection. That's balancebound.co to explore and shop. All right, we're back. We are back. Getting settled. Brooke's got a blanket now. <laughs> got a cozy blanket. And as I just said to you a second ago, don't worry, I'll be complaining about that I'm sweating <laughs> in 10 minutes. So it's just, I'm very particular about It's okay. I'm here with you to adjust to your temperature needs as the needs arise. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm also feeling a little shaky because I'm on my second. um, I know. You need uh, a snack, I think. Yeah. And I need to probably mix up the tea. Not mix it up, but I need to um, drink some water in addition to the tea. I'm starting to feel a little shaky. Yeah. I opted for it. I did opt for a decaf option for our second cup today. So I'm probably feeling a little less shaky than you are. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, mine is Yours is caffeinated caffeinated and mine is the chai Roibos, which gotcha. reminds me that my friend sent me a funny app video because in one um, episode we talked about Roibos tea. Mm-hmm. And then my friend sent me a funny, like apparently this guy has a whole Instagram handle and website about Roibos tea. Mm. And I guess it's a South African thing. And he says the correct way to pronounce it is Roibos. Oh. So from now on, Brooke, whenever you say Roibos, make sure you Roibos. I will be sure. Roibos. <laughs> it's not too bad for me because in in Spanish we roll our R's a lot, so I feel like I'm well practiced at yeah, this R, but are. tricky. I really enjoy listening to you and Fernando <laughs> talk to each other and speaking Spanish because I never took Spanish, and so yeah, I mean, obviously you're talking about me and speaking yeah. Spanish so that I can't. Yeah, I'm understand saying you. like, oh, Brooke is here. We gotta <laughs> record, but I'm doing it in a really chipper voice. So yeah, you catch on. Yeah, that's yeah. what I figured. Yeah, yeah. it's still yeah. enjoyable for me. But. <laughs> All right, holiday season. We're in the thick of it right now, Brooke. We are. The advent calendars are out. Yeah. The countdowns are beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's go time. Do you do, so like, do you do multiple advent calendars? Do you do, like, what's your- Well, you're going to buy me one at Trader Joe's. Yes, I need to get you one. Are they out now? Oh, yeah, they're out. Brooke, do you have yours? So we're iffy on I, if we're actually going to use said it. The last time that we talked, I was like, Brooke, when you get your advent calendar, get me one. Well, I wasn't there. Nick was there. But Ugh. I'll go this week. Calm down. Clear your calendar. <laughs> Calm down. Um, no, so last year we kind of kept forgetting about ours because the kids, my mother-in-law gets cute ones for the kids. Like, they, she always gets Lego ones. Um, Where they have a Lego in them? They have like a little minifigure or something each day. Yeah, it's oh. very cute. And then at the end, it's basically supposed to make a whole scene. What? Yeah, it's really adorable. That's so she cute. usually gets just like the regular Lego or Lego City version for Graham and then Lego Friends for Paige. Um, and, 
yeah, it's just like it's something cute for them to open each day and then they get to put it together. And then, you know, they at the end of the 25 days, they have a cute little little scene. Now, is it like a holiday theme? Yes. So it's kind of a little holiday scene. I believe that there's some, I'm sure there's a million varieties now and some that aren't necessarily like holiday driven. But yeah, Graham will get like a little Santa figure. Um, So it's cute. Okay. So you've got that going on. And then what else? Well, we've got that going on. And like we had been doing the Trader Joe's one because it's what, a dollar, dollar 99 for a little chocolate one. Because I don't buy it. You buy it. All right. Uh But and we used to be like, they're out, like stock up. So I would buy like six of them and like call my friends and be like, if anybody needs one, I've got them. Then we would end up with extras and then we would forget to open ours. So, but maybe we'll stick with it. Isabel would never in a million years forget to open up the daily advent, especially if it's chocolate. And she always tries to convince me, like, can I like get in advance? (laughs) Can I get in advance on my my, uh, advent? Um, Yeah, no, we, I mean, we're still working our way through Halloween candy. Oh, totally. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, a bunch I'll, of hooligans stole one. all our Halloween candy, Brooke. Really? Yeah, because we were going... You left out the bowl. We left out the bowl, and the bowl... I think I filled it up at like 5.45, and by 6 o'clock, it was all gone. Oh. I know. It was super disappointing. And then Fernando didn't know that you turned the lights out if you didn't have candy so he turned i turned them out and then he turned them on oh and then so then we had kept having people knock on our door and i had to tell them our candy was stolen oh. yeah I'm sorry so, i know it's okay. a bomb so two advent calendars for you <laughs> to make up for the chocolate that you, you. did get from your own stash i don't know yeah yeah so we'll do we'll do that stuff um i've seen the really cute you know people will gather all of their christmas or holiday themed books and wrap them and so each day the kids get to unwrap Mm. and read a new book we do not do that that's a lot it's an adorable idea it's too much for me yep yeah plus my kids are creatures of habit like Paige will want to read the same christmas book five days in a row well one thing that i have done that has helped with that is i used to have the holiday books mixed in with the regular books but now I pack them away with my holiday decorations. Mm. So when I get mm-hmm. out the holiday decorations, it's like, oh, here's the book. Yes. So that's I've, nice. I've been doing that too. I did that with Halloween as well because I realized we had a bunch of Halloween books. Yeah. Um, yes. So we will get them out and they'll just be mixed in with our, yeah. our regular books. Yeah. I feel um, like we need some new um, holiday books this year. Do you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. We also... Um, well, let's. You have a blog post with with some tips. Yeah. About, so there's a nice one stop yeah. shop that kind of has all of my tips rolled into one that yes. I've just published, and we'll put it in the show notes. But it's basically called Five Tips for a Holiday Season with Less Stress and More Joy. And my favorite part about the blog post is that it has a picture of a cavalier, mm-hmm. which is my breed of dog, wearing a tie, mm-hmm. a Christmas tie, as one does, which I need to for Junie. Um, so I kind of break it down into five pockets, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So one is first start with scheduling the stuff that you really like to do. Yeah. Think about the holiday season and think about what are your favorite parts about it and let that be kind of what leads the show. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, like riding around with hot chocolate and looking at the lights is something that you love to do. Oh, or yeah. 
like near us, we, you know, Longwood Gardens, like light displays. So there's like the Longwood Gardens and then there's even like smaller ones like Rose Tree Park, Mm -hmm. which are, it's like free and you walk around. So like, like thinking about that, or if there's a special cookie that you'd like to make, which for me are peanut butter blossom cookies, which essentially, that's essentially like what I eat in December. And then occasionally something else. I mean, but it's mostly my December diet is primarily peanut butter blossom cookies. Um, so that's number one. First, think about. So I'll kind of run through the five categories, Brooke, and then we can circle back. Number two is make a list of the things you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. This is a that's a big one. big one <clears throat> because I feel like. There are a lot of shoulds that take place in the hot. Like, we just do this because we've always done this. Like, I send holiday cards because I always have. Or you cut down a tree because you should. Or you host the holiday dinner because you always do. Mm -hmm. So think about actually the things that you're dreading about the holiday season or that you really don't want to do. So, yeah, this is a big one for me. Like, you mentioned the holiday cards. Some years I get a lot of joy out of... Um, you know, designing the card and just, you know, using great pictures of us and the kids or just Some the years kids, you're whatever. In the mood. Yeah. And I get a lot of joy out of I always um, you know, I try to handwrite addresses because it makes me just think of the person mm-hmm. or remember them. Um, this year, I'm not sure that I'm feeling the joy in it. I'm like, and you know what? what? That's okay. I have pictures from Disney, but that was way back in March. I'm like, do I use an old picture? Do I want to spend the money? Like we're trying to be a little extra frugal right mm-hmm. frugal right now. Like maybe I'll just, you know, make a nice little image, put mm-hmm. it on on the social medias mm-hmm. and and call it a day this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So also keep in mind that the things that you do and don't want to do can change year to year. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like it doesn't have to be super consistent and you're not disappointing anyone. No, because nobody is sitting around being like, what the heck is up with Brooke? I haven't gotten her her card this year. Like what's wrong with her, you know? So that's actually a perfect example of the next thing on the list, which is find the minimum effective dose, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the you in the focus, uncomplicated. Yeah. Or I might still print out 15 cards just to send to... The grandparents and the aunts and uncles, and not send to friends this year because right. my friends will understand. But the or grandparents you can even might do, want the picture for the fridge. Yeah, or you can even do something like um, I might. I'm I'm not going to do it this year, but if I if I were to, I would probably do something more like a paperless post. Have yeah. you done those before? I haven't. Yeah, but I know it's I've nice. It's them. basically kind of like a more elegant evite of sorts, mm-hmm. and you can have the really pretty image, and then you can write a little something. And what I really like about those, as compared to a physical card, is that people can reply back to you. Yes. Which is lovely. Mm-hmm. Like, so great to see your card. So I feel like the, it, it has this dialogue that you don't necessarily get. Yes. And so you can just do that over email. Love um, that. Yeah. So that's a nice, uncomplicated. Good. Um, Yeah. Things like holiday parties mm-hmm. that you don't really want to go to. You don't have to go. I want to go. I just don't want to host them. So right. if somebody wants to invite me, please do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show up. Yeah. I just don't want to have one. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I know. Like, not hosting. I, I'm i d- probably definitely going to do, unless my family says they'll cook everything. Yeah. Which I don't think is fair necessarily for them. I want to just order. Yeah. And have, like, ha- I'm happy to host as long as somebody else cooks. You provide the space. Correct. Yep. Um. Okay. So we talked about the minimum effective dose. I also talk about, so number four is the outsourcing. Yeah. 
So that's where I just, you know, that whole ordering from a place like, and we'll include a list of, we might have included in the show notes when we talked about Thanksgiving too, but like places like Whole Foods mm-hmm. and Boston Market, yes. that, you know, you can order from. I'll but, reshare those links because it's definitely something to keep in mind. Yes. But something else that I want to research on the outsourcing side. So we've talked before about like, I love our local toy store, Monkey Fish Toys, where yes. they will wrap presents for you. Yeah. Our friend Erin, every year, always gets these bags from Amazon. Yes. How, how does this work? Where essentially, like, with things that you order, you get these cute pouches, and then she uses those to wrap. Do you know no, about this? I think she buys just, like, a set of them. We'll have to ask oh. her and include it in the show notes. Because one thing that's great about them is that then they're reusable. They're reusable. So she might not even have to buy any now. If she's using them for like her kids' gifts or her husband, you know, they stay in her household. So she can reuse them in the future. So that's great. Or if you're giving them to someone else, it's kind of like a part of the gift because it is something like I love a gift bag that I can reuse. Yeah. I'm going to do my future self a favor, Brooke, and order those today. You should do that. Because I feel like because a lot of times people, instead of wrapping, they'll use the gift bag, but it they get crumpled up and you can't necessarily reuse them. And then you got to have the tissue paper. These are like these little sacks that Mm -hmm. have a cinch. Yes. And they're really festive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I do enjoy wrapping gifts, Mm -hmm. but I'll usually wait until we have a healthy batch of gifts, if not all of them. And then Nick and I will have like a night, like a wrap party. Yeah. um, After the kids are in bed. And that's, I, I enjoy wrapping. It's um, maybe it's like the type A side of me, just lining things up perfectly, getting the nice corners. It is. There's something kind of meditative about it. I think the trick is where I find most people hate the wrapping is when it's midnight the night before. Oh, yeah. No, I don't wait. That is very stressful. Also, we go to my brother's for Christmas, and we usually arrive like the morning of Christmas Eve. So, like, I've got to have everything right. done. In advance. Yeah. Um, but no, I enjoy I enjoy wrapping. I don't I used to maybe wrap as I bought things more, but I don't do that anymore because I kind of keep everything in a hiding place until I'm ready to wrap. And then so there's minimal time for anybody to shake any gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. need anybody shaking trying to figure out what they're getting from mommy and daddy. So mm-hmm. um yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm th- I'm excited about getting these sacks. Yes. Um, another thing that you can do to outsource is hiring a cleaning service. Mm -hmm. So if you don't treat yourself to cleaning services year round, it's a great opportunity. If you're going to be hosting, just, you know, pay the couple hundred bucks. Even if you just hire somebody to clean like your kitchen and your living room and your guest bathroom Mm -hmm. and then shove everything else in the spare room, you know, treat yourself to a nice treat treat yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the last tip that I have in here is just kind of sketching things out. So whether it's in your balance bound planner, online calendar, just kind of mapping it out. Like, okay, this day we're going to go to Longwood. This is when I'm going to wrap the presents. This is when I'm going to order the, you know, kind of make the holidays be a little bit of a project. Yeah. And then kind of put in the tasks based on when you need to do stuff. Rather than waiting till like December 20th, if you celebrate Christmas and being like, oh, we have 15 things to make the season feel festive and then it just feels stressful. Um, Something I started years ago, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or where I mentioned it someplace at some time. (laughs) Somebody about it. Somebody. Years ago, I like 
I made, I saved a file with kind of our family's Christmas traditions Mm -hmm. and I printed it out and Mm. I put it in my bin with all my Christmas decorations and stuff. So when that's good, when I usually wait to decorate until after Christmas, you do or after after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. you do you, whatever makes you happy. It doesn't affect me. Sometimes I decorate on like December 15th. I mean, who cares? It's like whatever I, the whole like. Oh, you can't decorate before Thanksgiving. It's like you whatever. can do just whatever the life. heck you want. The world is in shambles. Let's just like do what makes you happy. <laughs> um, but so usually after Thanksgiving, we start decorating, and I get out my little list, and I'm like, oh right, we have to schedule. There's just something about having it on paper in front of me. That's so good. Nick and I will look at our calendar and say, okay, we want to go to the Wanamaker Light Show this mm. this year. That's um, it's now Macy's, but. Yeah, the we original, did with the organ. Yes, the original um, Wanamaker building in Philadelphia. They have this really old organ. Is it like the oldest organ? Something, Still yeah. functioning? Yeah. It's, and they do this light show, and it's just really fun to take the train in with the kids to the city. And so that's something we haven't done for a few years because yeah. of COVID. So and they when have it's the, on the holiday. List. It's like a German-style holiday market. market. Yes. With so a carousel cute. and hot cider and mulled wine. It's gorgeous. And it, it's next to the ice skating rink. So, like, just reminding yourself of some of those little mm-hmm. holiday traditions that you want to, like you said, schedule fun. Put it in your calendar now so you know that, okay, this Saturday is blocked off for our go into the city day. Because if you put it off until December 10th, December 15th, whatever, you're just going to be rushing around and then that stuff doesn't feel fun anymore. Yes. Or decide, you know what, we're not doing this this year. You're going to do the minimum effective dose and take it off your list, but it'll be there next year if you come Mm -hmm. back and want to reintegrate that tradition. Like the thing about traditions is like if you skip a year, the tradition police aren't going to be mad at you. And also I think a nice thing to remember too is that you don't have to squeeze in. So for example, if you celebrate Christmas, you don't have to squeeze all this stuff in before December 25th. Like Longwood Gardens, for example, has their light display till whatever, like first week of January, second week of January. I also like to look at the calendar and see when can we do these things at a time that they're not going to be super busy because crowds kind of bug me out. Yeah. So like, is there like a Tuesday when the kids get out of school earlier that we could head down to Philly and go to the market instead of the Saturday before Christmas? Right. You know, yes. or the same with Longwood kind of yeah. thing. Like we live 10 minutes from there. So could we go on a Thursday, you know, when not everybody's going? Yeah. Great. And it's dark by 445. It's dark by noon. So, so. <laughs> so you can head out early and get all your <laughs> lights viewing. Uh, yeah. We usually drive around and like look at local lights. So we'll do that on a weeknight just for fun. And the kids love it. It's like we grade them, like which one's our favorite. Um, there was an app at one point where you could actually look up where all the like local light displays were i'll have to mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see if i can find it and put it in the show notes if it still exists but i did want to mention you also you mentioned rose tree park which is local to us in media it's free they do a whole holiday village they also last year started doing a vendor market mm-hmm. and i will be there selling balance bound planners i didn't get to visit you there last year but i'm coming this year december 9th i'll december be there 9th. from 5 to 8 p.m. so come visit me if you're local um but yeah it's it's just it's fun to figure out where those things can fit in figure out the minimum effective dose so if you're taking some things off of your calendar this year that's okay um and bring it back next year yeah yeah i definitely want to remember to incorporate 
movies and music. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to holiday. Basically, my December involves eating nothing but peanut butter blossoms and listening to holiday music at all times. I've got a great Christmas playlist. You do. I'll, I'll, um... Because the Christmas playlist is tricky. It is. I feel like you've got, there's kind of three different channels. There's the kids' holiday music that's just like, and that's cute. Every Jingle Bell, okay, cute. Everyone's well. Okay. And then you get the um, Christmas, okay, there's four channels. Then you get the Christmas hymns, where it's like Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you've got um, uh, like the Nat King Cole, mm-hmm. you know. Sitting by a fire. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like we've got Poppy. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yes. That Kelly Clarkson. Thing. Right. Yeah. And I like them all. Like them all. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm in a specific mood for one or the other, mm. or I don't want them all mixed up together. See, I'm it's like mix I'm, it up. I want Nat King Cole, and I'm getting you know Kids Bop, Jingle Bells. Well, so yeah, no Kids Bop does not is not allowed on my Christmas playlist. So I need to get a handle on that. Yeah. Well, maybe you make multiple playlists for multiple, multiple holiday moods. Right. Um. And again, not everyone celebrates Christmas, so let us know, listeners, what what you're listening to. If there's other like holiday or seasonal music that yeah. really gets you in the mood, but works for either your holiday or just makes you feel like cozy. That the other hunger. thing is movies. movies so it's yeah. a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. My dad loved watching that on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. That's okay. such a tradition. So it's a wonderful life for sure. Home Alone. We just watched Home Alone the other day. We got to jump on things. Love it. We might have to watch it again. This year, we might bring in some of the Home Alone sequels. Uh-huh. I've never seen... I don't think I've ever seen any of the sequels. Yeah, I think I have. So we're going to introduce those. But some of the... I mean, Elf is my ultimate favorite. <gasps> Elf. It's it's so good. It was actually my second date with Nick. It was the first movie we ever saw together was Elf. Oh, my God. And I was like, any guy who like wants to go see a Will Ferrell, like, Christmas movie? Like, I'm probably going to keep know him around. You should know Fernando and I, I don't think it was our first date. Maybe it was the first time we ever went to the movie was to see The Notebook oh, in gosh. the theater. In oh, the wow. theater. So I felt the same way. I was like, any guy that's willing to watch The Notebook. I mean, he definitely did that for you. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what other movies. That one, Clause, on Netflix is really lovely. Okay. It's actually a really nice one. Um, oh, my my favorite as a kid was Santa Claus the movie mm. with um, Dudley Moore as mm. an elf. Mm. It's not even that good, but it, for life, um, made me dislike John Lithgow because mm. he was the villain. And I really had a hard, hard time like seeing him in any other roles. Yeah. Do you know I ran into him in... Um, New York City. No, I did not know this. Yeah, like physically ran oh. into him. I was walking the streets of Soho, which I feel like is the best neighborhood in in New York to actually celebrity mm-hmm. site have sightings. And I there was this tall, very tall man walking in front of me in like a pea green velour suit. Oh. And as people were walking past him, I kept on, they kept on being like, oh, hi. Oh, hi. And I was, I didn't really know what was going on. But all of a sudden he decided that he was like changing direction. So he stopped short, turned around and I smacked right into him. And I looked up and it's John Lithgow. And I'm like, oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> and then we just went our separate ways. But it was just really funny. I oh, remember the pea green velour suit. I'd be like, you're mean. You're a horrible person because you were mean in Santa Claus the movie. But. I don't think I'll ever run into him, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I'm you know, Isabel doesn't like the old movies, like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and stuff. She thinks the, what is it, like the... Claymation? Yeah. Or, yeah. She thinks it's creepy. She doesn't like it. Oh, there's, I mean, some of those, oh my gosh, we watched, so Frosty the Snowman, I don't know what, if it's on Amazon Prime or something, but we watched that. It was like an old school it wasn't clay animation. No, it, it's like a... It was just like old animation. Uh-huh. But it's like Frosty um, takes himself a wife. And yeah. it's... it's yep, 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 I, I yep. mean, we were watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sexist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, what's the line? Like, Frosty's getting married. He, he found himself a wife. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, some of them, some of the themes are a little outdated. Mm. Um. And there's something else in that movie that's like just downright creepy. Yeah, so, yeah, we don't watch that much creepy. Much. Yeah. There's another like seasonally appropriate movie that is not Christmassy, um, but The Snowman. It is. It's animated. It's beautiful. There's yeah. no dialogue. Oh. It's all music. It's like a maybe fifteen or twenty minute like kind of short. I'll share it in the show notes. Huh. It's so beautiful and it. Just reminds me of childhood because I remember watching it when I was younger. Oh, it's really oh, it's an older one. It's an older one. Okay. Yeah. Last thing that we can say on this topic and then we'll wrap up is I'm getting intel from the news outlets, Brooke, that the new Lindsay Lohan holiday movie is good. I'm going to need to watch that. I've heard it's good. Okay. It's like fun. Okay. So. All right. Putting it on my list. Putting it on the list. And yeah. I think it might be kid appropriate. I think it's kind of a fun, okay. goofy holiday movie. Do you do like the Hallmark movies? No, like the holiday Christmas no. movies? I went over to my a My dad friend's... loved those. Really? They're so cheesy and so, but like delightful. They're so feel good. And I went to a friend's house a few years ago. This was before COVID. She had like a little watch party and I wore, I had this like flannel shirt from Old Navy that was like the black and red you know, buffalo clad. And we were sitting there watching it. And in one of the movies, the guy who is like secretly Santa, we were wearing the same shirt. I was oh. like, this is just so perfect. You yes. know? Um, I do enjoy those movies from time to time. Just this super cheesy, predictable, meet cute, Christmassy, Hallmark. What are the other? Lifetime Network. I mean, just do what makes you feel good. Yeah, just feel good, you know? Yeah. All right. So, well, I like your tips. So we're going to schedule fun. Yes. We'll include a link to that. Schedule fun. What you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Find the minimum effective dose. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing about that. Okay. Minimum effective dose for us. We get our Christmas tree at Home Depot. Yep. It's not Instagrammable. It is affordable. And it's actually like my kids look forward to it. We go and we look at all the obnoxious, huge blow up inflatables that Home Depot has like blown up inside the store and yeah. then we go outside and we pick out our tree. Um, I mean, I would love to also support a local organization, but <clears throat> some of those trees are expensive. Yeah. And we are on a budget this year. And like, it's an it's a minimum effective dose. We get our tree. It's not picture perfect, but we have so much fun with it. Oh, yeah. So finding ways to like make your minimum effective dose still a tradition yes. is key. Yes. It's key. I know. Okay. I love that. Okay. I love the idea of the big inflatables. It almost makes it feel like it's a little amusement park visit. I mean, yeah, it totally is. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Let's take a little break. All right. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a customizable gift for someone special, 
look no further than Morning Fog Studios. You can get thoughtful and personalized gifts, including hand-etched glassware and more from this small, women-owned business. Amanda, I've ordered custom glassware from Morning Fog Studios as teacher gifts in the past, and they've always received rave reviews. I have a couple of glasses in my cabinet that have a lovely etched A on them, and I have to say, they are a go-to in this household. At Morning Fog Studios, they make individual stencils for each glass and sandblast the design, which makes a deep etch that lasts as long as the glass does. They also work with each customer to create a gift that is personal and meaningful by celebrating a special someone, commemorating milestone events, and achievements. Check out all the customizable glassware and gifts at MorningFogStudios.com and use code GOODENOUGHISH for 20% off an item of your choice, excluding sale items. That's MorningFogStudios.com, code GOODENOUGHISH. We're back. We are back. Amanda, one quick thing I forgot to mention is that um, if you are in holiday planning mode, don't forget to buy your Balance Bound and G Thanks just bought it collaborative gift planner and tracker. Are you going to have those at the Rose Tree Park? I will. Those are going to be so like hotcakes. I I think so. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on one of those. Good way to, because I don't like planning gifts and things on my phone. Yeah, like, I just I need a physical list. You know yeah. how I feel about right pen to oh, paper. I, I do. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Anyway. Like, what is spark and joy for you right now? So this is gonna sound a little wild, Amanda. Ready? But so Elise Myers, are you familiar with her? No. Okay. So she is like a tick. She's like TikTok famous. She's on Instagram. She's great. Um, she's funny. She's just she's a um. Not a comedian, but she's got a great podcast that just launched. I, I just really enjoy her. Okay. She recently had a TikTok that was like, stop what you're doing and wash your face with head and shoulders. I was like, what? Whoa. So, okay, listen, this is not going to work for everyone. But if you're someone who has some skin issues, which I do, mm-hmm. I've like struggled with my skin for like 20 years, just... My skin changes a lot, too. So the thing that worked, I used to use Differin Gel, which is like an over-the-counter acne treatment. I used it for like two years and then all of a sudden became allergic to it. I think it has retinol in it. And like I was having all these problems and continued using it because I didn't realize it was what was causing the problem. Anyway, got some skin issues. So apparently head and shoulders, like two-in-one, whatever, like your basic, basic or the generic Target, Walmart version, whatever, has pyrithione zinc in it. I think I'm saying that right. Pyrithione zinc. That is an ingredient that apparently if you have like a certain kind of skin issue, um, because obviously head and shoulders is meant to manage like dandruff. Mm -hmm. But so apparently that's all tied to yeast or like fungal Mm -hmm. issues. Mm -hmm. So apparently if you have those kinds of issues on your face or on your skin anywhere, like using head and shoulders can help. So listen, I tried it because I was like, okay, we already have some head and shoulders in our um, nothing to lose in our shower here. because you know, like I don't know a man that doesn't use like a two in one, you know. So Nick already had it. It's so easy. For Reason them. number six hundred ninety five. Where why it's easier to be a man. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, I'm just I'm just gonna test it out. Elise Myers says. Mm-hmm. And I also follow um, Charlotte Palermo, who owns, uh, she's a licensed esthetician. She started Dia Skin 
So it's D-I-E-U-X is her skincare brand. And she said, like, yes, this is a thing. It might not work for everyone. It's probably too harsh if you have really sensitive skin. But I was like, I'm just going to try it. So you tried it. I kid you not, like... How long have you been doing this A week. Okay. But my skin, I'm definitely seeing a difference. It has just settled down a lot. Ah. So what I'm going to do now, I know that there's also, like, Vanacream and there's other skincare products that have perithione zinc in them. But now I know that they're probably going to work for me. Right. So I didn't have to spend a ton of money. Correct. I didn't have to spend any money to just test this theory out. Love it. So that is what's sparking joy for me. My skin has really settled down. And I feel like this is maybe finally the thing that's going to address some of the root issues. Yes. My skin issues. And I love that it came from a trusted source. It wasn't sort of this like, oh, you just came across some person that you don't know talking about whatever. It came from somebody and backed up by somebody. And you tried it and it works. Yeah. I mean, Elise Myers said like she, yes, her dermatologist years ago actually told her to do this. Right. And then Charlotte Palermo backed it up by saying, yes, this might be too harsh for you, but like, yes, this is an ingredient that can address certain skin issues. Love it. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Okay. Amanda, what are you doing right now to do your future self a favor? Okay. So there is a whole sort of method in the productivity world around mise en Place. Mise en place. Mise en place, which is a cooking term. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the big famous chefs around the world use mise en place. So it's basically before you even, like 90% of the battle in cooking is having all of your ingredients set out. So Correct. if you ever watch a cooking show, they have the garlic already and the little saucer and everything. So that's mise en place, having mm-hmm. everything that you need within arm's reach to do the task that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so in the productivity world, they talk a lot about doing that just in everything in life. Yes. So that is what I do to do my future self a favor. Mise en place, just, you know, we talked about recently about how I'm working on morning rituals and evening rituals. So just... It's kind of like, you know, we've your infamous like shoelaces being unlaced to get mm-hmm. yourself out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like that is mise en place. It's having the thing that you need in the place, your tools set up so that you can do your job really, really well. Yes. So that yeah. is something that I am trying really hard to do for cooking at night, in the morning, even now as you're thinking about your holiday wrapping. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about, I loved your idea about how you pack. Like we pack the holiday books and we pack away the list of things that you want to do for the holiday season. You could also pack in with your holiday things just always a couple pairs of scissors, mm-hmm. a couple, um, you know, rolls of tape. So mise en place, like you're ready to go You yes. for the wrapping and all of that kind of stuff. Love that. Yes. yes. I've always done this like, you know, I love to bake. And so I did it before I knew it had a name. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, to make sure I have all the ingredients I need and getting everything out. Mm-hmm. And especially like when my kids help me bake. Then it's a lot less like shuffling around the kitchen and be like, hold on, you stay here while I go get this. No, everything's mm-hmm. already in its place, mm-hmm. ready to go. We know we have all the ingredients, so no one's going to melt down. Um, yeah. Yeah, I found that – so I told you recently that I've switched to the Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon meal planning. Yeah, And what I really like – because I used to be pretty good about mise en place, about getting out all the ingredients, but I wouldn't necessarily be good about getting out – 
this cutting board and this pot and this pan and mm. this micro bleed, you know, oh. shredder. So they even tell you these are the tools that you're going to need. Very true. So not only do you get the ingredients out, you get the tools and that makes the whole process. It's eliminating friction. Yep. So you're eliminating the friction and you have everything ready to go. So I'm loving that about that particular Love it. Mise program. Mise en place. <sighs> oh, Brooke. This a good one, Amanda. This was a good one. All right. All right. I'm ready to... I just, I have a to-do list to, uh, I need to order plaid PJs for Isabel. What okay. did you call that black and red plaid pattern? Buffalo plaid. Buffalo plaid. I need yeah. to order some buffalo plaid. She okay. asked me where her pajamas were the other day, and I think they were literally like a 6T size. Mm. So I was like, mm, yeah. Time to order some new ones. Yeah. Target has some cute ones this year. All right, I'm on it right now. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get to it. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.